McAvoy, unbackable. That's it. This is brutal power, wrapped in an elegant machine. Welcome back, darling. Kingston Town can't win. He got checked, the champ. It's going to get desperate. But a champion becomes a legend. From, from, from the card, leave in the ball. Gay dollars months ago. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. But out the bush, it is 15 lands clear. She'll have to pogo stick over the field to win from there. Strike me, pinky thread at the eye of the needle. Can he stay up? This could be set up for something special. It is now Vadini on the outside, on the inside Lord North. Native trail between those two. Vadini has got the lead. A half furlong to go in the coral eclipse. Vadini, Native Trail, Mishriff on the outside. Vadini wins it for France. That was the closing stages of the Eclipse Stakes over the weekend. Blanks, so I'm going to say favourite son at the moment. Vadini getting the job done. Mishriff, a touch unlucky. And if you didn't see the race and wondered what happened to Bay Bridge, he fell out of the back of the telly and failed to fire a shot. We he ran poorly. He ran a stinker. Oh, it's, well, he's not flop of the week. No. So he wasn't that bad. But he was disappointing. I think just to throw up an excuse for him straight off the bat, the times were very quick and I think it was a, um, I think probably too quick for him. So he's now in an awkward spot though because I want to be pretty forgiving of that, but how forgiving. I went back and re-handicapped a few of those races and knock a little bit back, but it's, you know, the numbers sort of, you can only do what the numbers and what the results allow you to and it's um yeah I, I think he'll be a bit better in in tougher tougher conditions if you like they were um if you look at the the time in a in a raw sense looks really fast so the above benchmark boys will be will be all excited about it but the result itself is busy as you could see mishriff stiff mm. um and the time relative to the handicap that followed it is slow uh, slow is maybe going too far but yeah it's not as quick as you'd expect horses of that quality to be. So I've Vedeni run 126 off a of 125 in the, the French Derby, so essentially produces the same form to, to win it. Mishriff a little bit below his best, but that's what it looked like. He was a bit unlucky native trailer, a peak in third. and So Vedeni's not a – this performance anyway, he might be, but this performance isn't um, better than a typical Eclipse winner. But native trail is much better than a typical third. Yeah, okay. So there's a there's depth to it, but there's not so much height to the winner. But yeah, I think that quick ground like that is um it's hard to it doesn't chuck out the weak ones. That's the problem. So um the it's it's like playing golf off the whites. The the stronger golfers don't get to put as much space between themselves and the and the defeated, um, which actually speaks badly for Bay Bridge, really. Mm. But I, I think he'll be better in. In tougher going, Baybridge. It'll be very interesting. He was strongly backed here, um, and it will be very interesting to see where he goes, whether they keep pitching up, or and what the betting does with him next time. Interesting horse. You're against Vedeni at his early quote. Did you find a way to chop him out by the jump time? Yeah, he ran for zero, so that was okay. Mishriff was <laughs> Mishriff was running for a big red, <laughs> so, <laughs> so probably got away with it. To, to some extent. But yeah, he's still a very cool horse. I say still, like he's done something wrong. He's a really cool horse, Vedeni. And yeah, two French derby winners fight this out as well, which is another, you know, the, the French should be looking over and saying, yeah, our derby winners for the last handful of years, New Bay, 
Al Manzor won an Irish champion, English champion. These two, obviously, St Mark's Basilica was the French Derby winner, won the Eclipse last year. So two years in a row, the French Derby winners turned up and won the Eclipse. And in that time, the English Derby has thrown up um, Harzand. Didn't really see him again. Massa, no good thereafter. It was a decent Derby winner, but no good thereafter. At AR was good last year, winning the King George, but haven't seen him again this year. And his mate, Hurricane Lane's not exactly setting it alight in his two runs back and, and a couple of others, including Anthony Van Dyke beaten in a Caulfield Cup and Serpentine, the flop of the week in the Winter Championship final. Now, you're going to have to do a bit of explanation here because he went around at 40s and we've got him as the flop. Explain. Well, it's he's run the furthest from his peak rating and probably it would have been ridiculous to expect his peak rating there. How far would he have won by him? But I, and <laughs> I, people say, oh, he's all right. Well, nah, don't be too kind. Because I think he got, for starters, he got a really good ride from Alana Kelly. Um, no, he ran poorly. That's a poor effort. You can't be, you can't come down here as a derby winner and, and throw that up. I mean, I know that he was thrown into the deep end, you know, he's, only been contesting the derby and they've opted not to go to the Eclipse as so many derby winners have, um, where they've either won or run second this century. So he went and tried, you know, playing first grade, went down and took on the big boys in the Winter Championship final, time-honoured, had every chance, given a great ride and smashed. He'd be better over further, but I don't think even better over further, sure, that's not a good start. That's not a good start. No. So he's run 20... Five pounds, I think, below his where I expected him to be. No, I shouldn't say that. Where he could have been expected to be. Mm. Technically, Savatu Excel and Maserati Bay ran further off expectation, but both of them featured in the stewards. Maserati Bay, John McNeil pulled up and said, felt short in his action at the corner. Looked short too. Yeah, <laughs> particularly those of us who backed him. <laughs> um, and I think Savatu Excel was something similar, respiratory, you know. Yeah. yeah, so we can't you can't flop of the week those two off. No, we have we have excuses. rules. We've got rules. We've, we've got, got rules. We've got standards around here. So it's the Slitherer. The Slitherer. Serpentine gone. Honorable mention to Battleton, who continues the very below par run for Bjorn Baker at the moment. I had a look before the weekend. He was at six percent from his last fifty. Had a favourite in Sydney that didn't complete the course, and Battleton, fifteen pounds off what he produced. Heavy track probably didn't handle it. But for a stable who I thought was getting better in terms of they used to be really peaks and troughs and he sort of smoothed that out across the season. But, yeah, Bjorn's gone. He would admit it, I'd imagine, too. Pretty poor for his standards. And Battleton continued that run for him on the weekend. The Colin Morikara Award, which jockey flushed it this weekend, comes up in the sprinter's final, Bo Mertens. Yeah, there was a – I've got to say – no Jamie Carr, no Mark Zara, no Damien Lane, no Damien Oliver, no Craig Williams. So there's a fair chunk of you. Well, that is. And Ben Mellum. I don't know where he is, somewhere in the world. And <laughs> I'll have to check RaceNet. Yeah. Ring Clint, Australia's leading gossip columnist. So, the, the, you know, the big chunk of your, your seniors and, and your top jockeys are out. So you, you can expect to – It's I think jockeys judge pace – like wisdom of the crowds, right? They you know, they all make a little bit of a mistake, but they use themselves as a reference point and that's how they get so... Because we make fun of them and we have a bit of a go, but my goodness, they it's incredible sitting on a horse, travelling at those speeds, how close they get to the paths we set for them. It's unbelievable. Like it seems a bit... When you think when you stop and actually think about what you're measuring and, and how pedantic we get about small <laughs> changes, it's ridiculous how close they get. 
to have your best half a dozen out, uh, I thought it was a day that they deserved, plenty of jockeys deserved a good nod for, for how the races run. Though across the card, only the first was out, out of whack, you know what I mean? Like the, the pace was ordinary. But other than that, they were, um, and that means you can treat this all as pretty true form across the day, I think, and, and it can be, you know, it should hold up, work out, etc. But yeah, Bo gets it on Discerning, who led the, the two-year-old race, which I don't think was a, a crash-hot race by any stretch. Thrombone won it. Um, the time is good for that level. Um, and Thrombone had beaten that boomed-up Gennady seven days before. So there's some... Something there. There's some substance to the form. But Discerning was... Um, Beaten on merits, but I think given a really good ride, and that probably speaks against discerning somewhat at this level. Looked at least in trucking. the short, at least in the short term, yeah. I think given a really good ride, and this is the for now the full discerning. Mm. The Taylor Penrith Award. This shows that we do go after the big dogs, but we also call out. <laughs> everyone. We also just go and smack people who don't deserve it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so. A jockey who is, I think, riding really well, but didn't get it right on Zoo Sonic this week, Alana Kelly. Yeah, Alana Kelly was, yeah, as I said, by the math, it's it's just the way the, the cards fall, but Zoo Sonic was ridden the most inefficiently of those that gave their running. Um, and des- probably I think the thing about Zoo Sonic is now looking for a mile, I would say. Um, but in something similar, or probably, I mean, this is finals day, so you're only going to find easier in the coming weeks. Surely she goes around again and goes to a mile and is pretty hard to beat. The winner was finished fast as well. Very, very lucky Daniel Stackhouse to avoid um, avoid getting the Pendrith on a winner. <laughs> so good size for the winner then. Won really, really well. Yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't one of the races that I mean across the card. Like Tuvalu was the second best winter championship winner in the last fifteen years, I think, by ratings. Nudged out Akavarun. Beating the cleaner, that's a that's a deep year. And we had Tuvalu run 113 against Hacker Varoons, 112. 116 was the best doubtful Jack, so it didn't touch Jack, but ran a good figure. And Aaron Bay was, was better than typical. Serious suspect was at least. It was a good finals day. Um, Mega Mia and the Mares were not up to historical standards, but Mega Mia finishing fast, so she probably, in another scenario, could have run to that sort of level. And, yeah, Zusonic's one to follow because... This didn't work out for her. And Ilafari actually finishes quite quick as well and was first up. Only had two runs in best part of 500 days. So got to be better for it. Held its pace pretty well in the market there as well. It was obviously nice little profile and well fancied, but um, it was in a spot that screamed, I'm not going to be anywhere near my top. Waller first up, hasn't done a lot of racing, done deal, probably wants further. So, yeah, she's she's got some talent, Il Afari. And, yeah, so it might be one of the worst form races. Oh, one of the worst rating races on the day and one of the best form races. Funny how it can work out mm. that way sometimes. Interesting, you mentioned Tuvalu possibly going back home. Did anyone ask Lindsay Smith who's better, it or God has chosen? I don't think anyone knows who God has chosen is. So God has chosen would be probably the leading railway contender, I'd say, at the moment over there. He's rated very similar to Tuvalu, actually. They stretched him. How similar? Give me some numbers. 114. Very similar yeah. to 113. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they stretched him out to 2,000. I'm not sure he stayed in that race, but he's a very good horse and he was given a sore back, two back. Interesting to see which way that'll go if they come home. But, yeah, he looks a, 
out and out railway chance and well they both they're both solid numbers for railway like mm. they're both banging the finish without improving and yeah. both of them I assume still I think Tuvalu's I don't think we've seen the bottom of him just yet no I don't he, think he'd be miles better than that I don't think he could be miles better than that but yeah he doesn't have to the the other one looking towards the railway tricks of the trade they stretched him out for the derby and not sure he stayed but his best performance on our ratings was first up I'm sure he didn't stay <laughs> Best performance was twelve hundred, and I reckon he's for me. He would be my railway pick this far out. The excitement builds. Oh, it does. We'll see. You then. turn that winter championship corner, and then you start to look ahead, and races like the railway are the next point of call. Yeah, well, don't worry about the spring. Just get straight to the railway. Get ready. It's time for around the grounds. Your favourite segment. Yeah, indeed. So Flemington Tuvalu didn't actually run the best time figure on the card. That belonged to Sirius Suspect winning for Saab. How good. In yet another great finals day moment. One for the ages. It was a what a day it was. It was one of those days you think, oh, Where does it fit? Where does finals day fit for you? What's number one? Guineas Day? I think it's probably has to be behind Guineas Day. Yeah. And well they they've I mean they've taken the hatchet to Derby Day, haven't they? Oh, yes. Carved it to pieces, so it's just another day. Um, Blue Diamond Day's a... It's a ripper. Blue Diamond Day's a special day. one. I always get very excited around the Standish. You do? Yeah. And Can confirm. Standish is one of the great days with the baguette. Um, although they change that as well. They change everything that works and leave everything that doesn't. Um, tinkerers, man. Um, but Serious Suspects actually won a Standish as well. And now he's won a final. And he'll go to the Ori Star, another great Flemington sprint. What a horse he is. And 104 was his time figure. The form a little bit better than that. He'll continue to race well. And oh, he's just been a cracker. Been a cracker. So he was the best time figure across the day, a little bit faster time-wise anyway than Tuvalu. The form probably isn't quite as strong, but time-wise. He wins it, serious suspect. Then we go to Rose Hill, which was called off and not a lot going on there, but Deep Romance, 92. Do you have anything to add about that? No. Beat the runner-up was um, D-Horn, what a name, D-Horned Unicorn, Unicorn, ridden by Sam Clipperton in the wet. So I'm saying Deep Romance. I mean, it was little surprise that the best time figure came out and it was Deep Romance because um, you knew to get past Sam Clipperton in the wet. He must have pulled out a, some sort of performance. That's not easy. Blinkers on, yeah, it won't be winning. Anytime soon, I don't think the unicorn, that was its chance. Mm. Yeah, no, that would be my read of things. Um, Sunny Coast, they had their cup day up there and run on heavy ground. You've already laid the boots into Battleton, but um, the best horse up there. And I, I didn't actually need to go to the ratings to figure this one out. When they went past the post, I thought, you know, I think I think Don de V was the best horse in the cup. Absolutely cartwheeled around them. Much, much too good. Got back on to mile and a half, testing ground and a decent pace to run at and he just had panels and panels on them. And actually time figure's 112. Ooh. Yeah, so yeah. it's a really I mean he's run um he's got a whole bunch of one sixteens in the book, including a you know group win over in the UK. He's been close up in a Geelong Cup here and that was his only placing in about nine runs in group races. So he's fits in that little hole in the middle where he's you know, he's got his limitations, but when he lands in his spot and this we could we could label this one his spot against weak stayers on testing ground. Nash aboard didn't even, Nash didn't even need to get the elbows going. Uh. Didn't even need to start the knitting needles. <laughs> but yeah, that was a I mean it's a big win. So 
Good performance. Good performance. Good on him. It's a draw at Murray Bridge. Draw. Wow. Set to profit 86 time figure. Set to profit actually ducked the Silver Bowl final. Probably a wise decision. Mm. Would have got clubbed there. Um, but the Freedmans pitched him over to Murray Bridge and did a good job and has a nice winning profile and might be able to do a little bit better than that without thinking he's any star. Uh, but the two-year-old Clubell, he ran 86 as well on debut, so there might be something there. There might be something there. There might be something there. And then off to Perth, and the best time figure is last of the line, but there's probably more interest in the two listed races. I saw Search and Rocks win, mm. and it really got out of it, The rating looks like it's way down, but it got right out of jail. Yeah. She might not be as good as what we thought. That was pretty good though, wasn't it? I mean, the, I was I said, the form and the rating looks... Ugh, was it good? It looks horrible, to be honest. But yeah. the way she did it, oh, that was all right, wasn't it? I thought she had every chance and she fell in. Uh, I don't know. I, was, I thought I saw it on Saturday and I was like, oh, that was... Were you down at the Southern Club again? No, I was here. Oh, you are at work? <laughs> no, I saw, I, I admit no, I watched that and thought, geez, wow, you've disappointed. She Admittedly, I was walking around in a days of, you know... Finals day. Finals day, days of joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got to go have a look back at last of the line trading because he's now mirrored what he did the start before and it's quite high. So I need to double check that. But 62 kilos, always had a nice profile and deserve it off what he did the start prior. Yeah, useful handicapper. Mm, exactly. Now you've got one for us here. Very excited about. No, I start. I started pe- squirreling a few of these away as I'm as I'm raiding away because I know now you want me to give me. You know, yeah, we gotta we gotta go overseas. Horses to follow and and such. Now I thought I had one. Hold on, you gotta let me play the play, play the it. intro. Yeah, go go go. That is just so exciting. Who's got you excited? I was excited. Yeah, and I was doing the figures, working away there, and I get this never ending story. Runs this you know way above average figure and and does it you know all all looks very warm. And then I have a little look at Never Ending Story and Never Ending Story is Dabawi out of Athena. Athena's out of Cherry Hinton who is Galileo and See the Stars' sister. Not a bad family. So, <laughs> and, it's, um, and then I realise it's jumped odds on here and the maiden that it's won on Irish Derby Weekend is just littered with AOB superstars. So Never Ending Story becomes a bit obvious. I say, oh, this would be one, I'll put this away and I'll, you know, I'll... I'll, look Dra- smart. I'll drag this out on the podcast now. I think it's really clever. No, um, everyone is going to find that. A Frankel that ran second to it for Joey called Sandy Creek will go and smash a maiden to bits somewhere. Sandy um, Creek? Sandy Traditional Creek. spelling? Traditional spelling of Sandy Creek. Frankel, brother to s- sister, sorry, to Stone Age. Ah, okay. Yeah, already yeah. made this segment. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, I'm probably not telling a lot of people anything they don't know if they follow their Irish maidens. It's quite obviously good. So trying to find something a little bit less obvious and then I stumble across this Herring Island. Herring Island is actually an island in the Yarra. Ah. Just south of Richmond. And it's by Australia. Well named. Well named. And then I see it's in Lloyd's Colours. Very good. Herring Island. It was first up for 265 days. I don't in a handicap at Roscommon. I I don't think it's a I don't think it's a race that'll necessarily rate I don't think it'll be right on the radar. And he was 12 to 1 winning there, but I came up with a time figure of just over 100, 102. First up for 265 days. First look at 2,000 metres. Joey, well-bred, Lloyd. Few I ticks. put it in the black book and said future bag at winner. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a future. Yeah. Very good. Bag it. And if things go really well, maybe a Bendigo Cup. They're the races I've got penciled in for him in the next 18 to 24 months. 
There you go. Put that. So put that in the back book. Put, if put anyone back might book. be betting pre-post on the 2024 Baggett handicap, which I assume market's out yet. I think next week. Next week. So keep your eyes open for that because um, Baggett betting will begin in earnest and that I would be surprised if Herring Island isn't at the pointing end of things. Now we'll circle back. I didn't get a chance to ask you this earlier, but Danny winning on the weekend, does that stamp him as the best three-year-old? In France, yes. <laughs> in uh, I don't no, I think we're still at the um don't we're, know. we're still in the early sparring there. Yeah. We need to see the King George will be two weeks. And that's where we'll see the Irish and English Derby winners go at it again. First look at Desert Crown post Derby. Yeah, no, I, I think I'll reserve he's pretty cool horse over Denny. Yeah. Yeah, he's very cool. So yeah, I suppose you know what he yeah, why not? He's the best so far. They've yeah. got him to he's done it now. They've got him to catch. I think that's probably fair enough. I, ratings wise, there's no, nothing. There's nothing there. in it. There's nothing in it. But vibometer and coolness, that's got to count for something. Yeah. Plus, he's got Sumi on there. It makes uh, it so cool. How good is it when he <laughs> when he put him back in in that race? Yeah, it's good footage. Yeah, the double grip, just lock one away. Frankie would have got Mishu out, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. That wraps us up. We'll be back. I tell you who would have won. I'm sorry, you're about to roll into the like, man. We should. Go on, you're right. Sorry, I've I've gone full Frank Costanza. I've lost my train. No, don't know what it's going to say. I think I was going to. No, I've lost it. I was going to say Glim would have got it home, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hit it. You know, he wouldn't have got it home, McAvoy. And that wraps us up. This week, we'll be back with the punters preamble on Thursday.